mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Open your hearts, loosen your butts. It's time for couples therapy. Yeah, this podcast is Andy and Naomi's where they can both laugh and hang with all their homies talking excellent vacationing with brunches and cuddling to messy situationships and conscious and coupling from Netflix hookups to single them with some Hulu text sex regrets or feeling on your new jubu they gon' talk about it ah yeah you are about it ah needing therapy I guarantee baby we got it it's Habari Ghani friends and welcome to Couples Therapy. My name is Naomi. And my name is Andy. And we're a real life couple. A real life couple of comedians. And on Couples Therapy, we answer a couple of questions from a couple of different listeners. Yes, honey, I'm shouting out Kwanzaa. Mm. Today, the 28th, is the third night and I hope you've got your Kanara ready. Yes, Kanara. That's Menorah with a K. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good t-shirt, by the way. <laughs> Kanara? That's Menorah with a K. <laughs> Yeah, it is uh, It is Kwanzaa. I hope you had a, if, if you celebrate Christmas, I hope you had a nice Christmas. If you celebrate Hanukkah, I hope three weeks ago you had a nice Hanukkah. Thank you, Lunar Calendar. Thank you, Lunar Calendar. Thank you, Lunar Calendar. <laughs> uh, New Year's coming up, Naomi. Do you, have, do you have any New Year's resolutions? Well, my New Year's resolution is to make everybody I know watch my episode of The Stand-Ups <laughs> on Netflix, which does debut tomorrow, if you're listening to this the day the episode drops on the 28th. Yes, December 29th, honey, fourth night of Kwanzaa. You get me telling some jokes on your TV screen. God, I hope you like it. And if you don't, don't tell me, please, please. I'm very vulnerable. Come on, you're already getting accolades. We talked about it last week. New York Times named you the best Netflix debut. I know. Come on. I know. That means I couldn't have said anything too problematic because he wouldn't have wanted to get canceled by endorsing me. <laughs> well, if you're Jewish like I am, I don't have any resolutions because I already did them back at Yom Kippur. Day of Atonement. I atoned. For 2021, Uh or 57, whatever it is. (laughs) And then I was like, what can I do to be better? Just continue on this path I'm on. I'm on a pretty good path. Let's just keep going. Oh, God bless your self-love. That's a beautiful thing. (laughs) I don't have a lot of it, but I have it. I'm like, you know, I'm doing okay as a human being. You are. Just keep. You're doing more than okay. Keep on trucking. That's, I have a little sticker (laughs) with a, with a grateful dead bear and just keep on trucking, Andy. (laughs) Um, but you know what, Naomi? What do you do? We try our best on we the do. show. And sometimes uh, listeners, not only do they send in their advice questions, but they send in comments 
when we give advice and say mm-hmm. like, hey, this was good, this was bad. Let me see if I can give my spin on this. Now, this is from, do you remember a couple episodes ago, Jenna Freeman, our good friend Jenna. Uh, absolutely. You can see her show, Indefensible. I think it's on Amazon now at this point. Thank God. Or the so good. AMC Plus app. I don't know. Anyway, uh, we did a question there where uh, someone uh, had called and they're like, uh, they get a lot of like anti-Semitic microaggressions. Yes, yes, yes. And they don't know what to do. Yep. Um, well, a listener had some other advice. I love it. Let's take it away. Hey, Andy and Naomi. My name is Jennifer. I'm a big fan. Love the show. I have a comment about the Jenna Friedman episode regarding um, when a person encounters racism, anti-Semitism, sexism, any of those things in the workplace or otherwise. I know Naomi said, if it's in the workplace, say nothing. Uh, I heartily disagree with that. But I think there's a way to do it that's the right way. And it's sort of like what Andy said, but it's like a step further. Um, not just what do you mean by that, but also like, oh, I don't understand. Acting like a total moron and making people um, talk into talk themselves into what they're saying. You know, like, oh, can you, I don't get it. Can you? Why are you saying that? Can you say more about that? Um, I don't understand. But the, the trick of it is acting like a total fucking moron. And um, and just letting the person talk themselves into that thing out loud. They're going to hear themselves. They're going to be embarrassed. You don't have to reveal anything else. It does it for itself. So um, the other thing is there's this um, – uh, I, I have a, a corporate day job. And uh, in that corporate day job, I've gotten this training called Crucial Conversation. Um, and you can get the book at almost any outlet that sells used books because everybody has to go to these kinds of trainings and nobody wants the book anymore. So you will find it at your local Salvation Army, your Goodwill, your Savers, et cetera. Um, but there are some pretty good nuggets in there, and I do recommend it. And one of the things that um, that they talk about is uh, stating what you're not doing before you say what you are doing. Like, I am not trying to call you out on this thing. I am trying to help you understand this thing. You know, and uh, and that's something to try as well. If it's a person you care about and you're invested in the relationship, if you're not, just acting like a moron and uh, and asking those questions really can uh, can force a person. It kind of can force a mirror up to that person's face. Anyway, for consideration, love the show. Thanks so much. Bye. I love that. <laughs> I you like know what she she said. She heartily moron. total fucking moron. She said I heartily disagree. And you know what? I hear you. I took it in. I understand what you're saying. I thought we were kind of saying that thing, but it's also true. Like I haven't been in a traditional workplace in so long, so maybe people are a little more willing to have the conversation or get into it. You know? Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Back, you know, I was scared of everybody back then. <laughs> I couldn't let them know how much I hated this place. You know, so I was like, nah, yeah. I don't want to talk. Crucial conversations. Crucial there used to be a, a hardcore band in Pittsburgh called Crucial Unit. Oh God, loved Ice T. <laughs> Ice T, the rapper. Ice T, the beverage. The beverage. Wow. May, maybe the rapper. I don't know. I never asked any of them. <laughs> but uh, but crucial conversations. Would be funny. That should be a a hardcore band that does play the conversations from the book. <laughs> <laughs> now naomi um again what's happening tomorrow something's ha- something or even maybe at midnight tonight what's there's something going on I, I, my brain i just uh i know i uh, know um there is a show on netflix called the stand-ups and season oh. three is debuting oh yeah hey, you're on that i am it's- and so is our, our guest today Absolutely. Today's guest, you've already heard her dulcet tones, 
It is Janelle James. Yes. The hilarious Janelle James. You may have seen her on the show Black Monday, which she's also written for, or on the new ABC show Abbott Elementary. And tomorrow you can see her on the stand-ups. I'm hearing buzz. I'm hearing buzz about her on Abbott Elementary. I'm hearing buzz, buzz, buzz. I'm hearing Buzz Aldrin. The trades are screaming Screaming. her name. I was just agreeing with you. They're screaming. (laughs) Screaming. They're screaming because she's streaming. Now, Andy, (laughs) can you take it away for Janelle? Well, everyone, have a great New Year's and roll it. (laughs) Wait, Janelle, before we started this, we were talking about school lunches. Uh-huh. Did you pay for school lunches when you were growing up? Um, it's on and off. It was on and off depending on, on my parents' uh, income at the time, is if if I remember. Is but that what y'all were, talking about? Like free lunches and stuff like well, that? Well, yeah. Like he grew yeah. up in Pennsylvania where he was like, I yeah. had to pay for lunch. And I was like, New York, you don't pay for lunch no matter where you at. You know, even uh-huh. though like public school, private school, you get your food and like lunch. I do remember. And we got free breakfast as well. Exactly. During the summers, you, you yeah. Get breakfast. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, I do remember that. Yep. So, so no. Like paying for uh, food, But I went I'm to sorry. private school the first half up until uh, high school. Mm-hmm. And then I think there you pay, you do pay. If Was I that correctly. in New York? No. No, this is in Islands. Oh, I'm right. from the Virgin I Islands. Forget you're from yeah. an island. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, I always forget you're from an island. That's yes. why you like your weed. You're you're on island time. You're on island time. Wait a stereotype. No, no. <laughs> I just want to point out that I said nothing. I would like that for the record. I did not say a fucking word. You know, I didn't really. It's funny. I didn't really start smoking for real, for real, till I was like thirty. Like when real fucking adult stresses hit me. So, <laughs> so I don't think it's the olives, but maybe once I activated, right, right, that I activated the Haymon or whatever. <laughs> but wait, which one? You're from uh, Saint Louis, from Saint Thomas, Saint Thomas, Saint Thomas, Virgin Thomas. Islands, Virgin yes, Islands. Yes, yes. yes. We there, right. Were we gonna say? I don't think we were gonna say Thomas. I was saying, like, so my friend from St. Croix, that's as close as I've gotten to, you know. So that's one of, one Croix, of, one of them. Islands. Yeah, but, like, yeah, you know, yeah. you can't. I'm not like, let's get a boat to St. Thomas. No, you know what I mean? And, like, I never went. St. Croix is actually the furthest one. So St. Thomas and St. John are next to each other. And St. Croix is, is its own thing, kind it's of. Its own, life, yeah. its own lifestyle. It's the older sister who left early. You know what I mean? And she didn't really get to know the, her younger siblings until <laughs> she came back. Yeah. <laughs> when, when did you come to the mainland? When I was 15. So high school. So and then we moved to Maryland. I was in Maryland mm-hmm. till I was 18. And then I graduated high school and I pew out of there to New York. <laughs> OK, so you've been in New York ever since. OK, yeah, just like doing it. Okay. But I've always wanted to live in New York, even when I lived in islands. Like I would always tell my mom, like, I'm going to live in New York. I'm going to work in fashion. I'm going to be <laughs> really Naomi Campbell. I'm going to be a model. Like I was like, that kind of person. <laughs> Wow. I I was always focused on on it for whatever reason. Probably Madonna's video, Who's That Girl, that movie she had. I was obsessed with that. And I just wanted to have a leather jacket and walk around. (laughs) Is that the one where she's wearing pearls or is that some other? All of Madonna like uh, kind of blurs together. Because when I was a kid, I was a real prude. And I remember. (laughs) She is wearing pearls with blush. Yes. Yes. At my bar mitzvah, I said that uh, the band cannot play any Madonna. Because she was too sexual? Yes. Uh-huh. Yes, Janelle. Ah, uh-huh. uh, what a nerd. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I was obsessed with New York, so yeah. 
just uh and yeah as soon as I could I told my mom I got into uh I, I had applied to FIT. So when I graduated, Project Runway was all a rage. Okay. And I knew I liked clothes. I don't know, whatever glamour, <laughs> whatever the fuck I was into then. And uh, I was like, I'm going to move to New York. I'm going to go to fashion school. So I applied to FIT with me and my friend. And she got in and I did not. <gasps> and I said, I told my mom I got in. <laughs> totally lied. Moved. <laughs> no. <laughs> With what money? What did I, I had a job? I've, I've been working since I was a kid, but I had all the mall jobs when I was in high school. Footlocker, oh small form of wear, pretzel time, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, like all of them. And I just, yeah, I was, I've always been like a money person. I've had my little stash. Yeah. I had my, at that time, my little older boyfriend who would give me money. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I had a little savings, went up, paid a deposit on an apartment wow. uh, in Harlem. And then, uh, moved, like did a whole going away as if I'm going to college, like a fucking. <laughs> <laughs> and then my friend who actually got into the school and was supposed to move with me never came. What? Never came to New York. She, she was, she said she wanted to like take care of some things. She had to sell her car. Da, da, da. So I'm like, okay, well I'm up here. Right. And she never came. What ended up happening? She met a guy and ended oh, up wow. staying in Maryland. Wow. And had children and all that, those things. Anyway, wow. so. Wow. Yeah. That's and wild. So I ended up you, in this too expensive apartment <laughs> by myself. <laughs> There's a version, by the way, where you take her identity. Yes. And then go I to. I mean, if I knew FIT. then what I knew now. <laughs> did you yeah. end up like doing anything fashion related? Kind of when did no, stand up come? I did end up going to fashion school, actually. I okay. um, I kept reapplying and I finally got in. Okay. And so I worked and went to school at the same time. And then I ended up, um, I worked as a fashion stylist. I worked for Donna Karen for a while. I worked for Paper Mag for a while. See, you should have been doing my outfit for the damn <laughs> half hour. I'm calling you struggling. This woman put me in a satin garbage outfit. That's what I said. I wish I knew. And, and just also, I mean, have you told the backstory of this on your podcast yet? On the Patreon, <laughs> you got to, it's behind a paywall yes. when I'm really complaining. When we drag people, it's behind a paywall. Behind a paywall, <laughs> hey, as it should be, as it should be. Um, no, just from the doing previous shoots, I knew, but this particular shoot was so stressful. Just being in a freaking pandemic. Exactly. We didn't have prep. Yeah. We, I felt very emotional. Yep. And. All of this is just to excuse myself from not contacting you previously and being like, yo, (laughs) please make sure your makeup and wardrobe and everything is make sure you're happy. Like, I totally I felt so bad. I was like, I should have warned her, but always. uh, I know. Yeah. Yeah. That sucked. Anyway, (laughs) very quickly. Hold on. Just very quickly for the listener. An outfit that was picked out for Naomi made her look like, let's say, a paratrooper. Who oh my was, god! Like, going into France in 1943. <laughs> I also called it Ghostbuster chic. <laughs> it was very like, "Where's my proton pack? I ain't afraid of no ghosts." After after dark, after you know what I mean? Dark, so exactly. uh, <laughs> yeah, it didn't help that there was a little name tag that said Winston on exactly. it. Exactly, it was oh a mess, and it was oh. the only option that was provided. Yeah, so that's what was the most psychotic. People, yeah, there's a lot of people. You meet them. You, you, you think as you go further up in the industry, I guess this is any fucking industry. You get further and further up and then you meet people. You're like, how did you get this job? Yep. Yep. 
it happens so many times. So I know. Yeah. Well, it's I'm also- very sorry about that because we already had, <laughs> like I said, so much other stress on us. I know. I know. You know? Well, well, it's funny because you said that. I'll tell you this, Janelle. You know, I thought you didn't like me for the longest. Not, in, a, not in an active not like me, but yeah. like in a, I don't care. Like, I don't know her. <laughs> Do you know I mean, what I mean? And I care about a lot. <laughs> I just think because I feel about it. Let me think about it. (laughs) No, I'm joking. No, I mean, that's the thing that people, a lot of people think of, of me that I don't like them, but I'm just high, baby. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just high most of the time. And I'm really kind of just busy. I just, Mm. well, I think you uh, don't suffer fools. I think like the way, like, cause it's like, you're to me, you're somebody who's very like direct and it's kind of like, you like somebody or you don't like in kind of any yeah. time like and you know I, what I mean I, and I always say if I don't like you it's no ambiguity about it right. you know you know what I mean <laughs> so yeah I, I, if I ain't like you I'd have been told you I don't like you <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's fine I think that's where a lot of people yeah have their their angst from it's okay right. we all have to like each other you know what I mean but no right. I always I fuck sweet I fuck sweet <laughs> I'm up on a Saturday with a wig on doing your fucking podcast, bitch. This is that is a true issue. blessing. Also, the nah. fact that you, can we talk about, like, Janelle, we just have to say how grateful we are that you are stepping outside of your comfort zone by doing a podcast. <laughs> yeah, um, I do. I'm here and there for people I like. Exactly. Like, if I fucks with you, I'm like, yeah, let me do this podcast. I know. I, you know. And, and also, you know, I have a recluse type of pers- uh, reputation. Every once in a while, I like to step out. Hey, what's up? <laughs> well, I like it though because it's very like we have an exclusive. We're in here with Janelle James. <laughs> oh God, who rarely gives interviews. <laughs> like this is Barbara Walters or something. Exactly. Shit. It's not a. It's not even an exclusive thing. I'm just late. <laughs> I, I, I was about to say lazy, but I work hard as shit. I'm just you usually do. so tired. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. really what it is. Yeah, I get it. I definitely get that. I feel like I usually say no to podcast invites. You know what I mean? Because I'm yeah. like, but I'll say I'm like, hi, I do two podcasts. I don't want to do any more. Like, I just, it's, I'm already like, no. I do do that, but it's hard to do it for people I like. See, I, it's, it sucks that you thought I didn't like you because I do fucks with you and I think you're hilarious. <laughs> I think you're hilarious. You're also believe- LA comic, so we never see each other. You That's know? true. That's so, true. Yeah. You're you're here working um, on Abbott Elementary. Correct. Are you moving permanently or are you just here while you work? I have no idea. Uh, you know, every time I come out here for a job, everybody says you're going to move. I always, always go back. Yeah. And um, but this thing is a uh, I've never been a, a series regular on a show. I don't know how it works. This one we're doing 13 uh, episodes and it, seem, it seems like we'll be done in four months. So mm-hmm. when shit like that is like that, I don't see any reason to move. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm like, you're stuck here. Four months. <laughs> I'll go back. Exactly. I'll go back to New York. But if all goes well, knock on wood, we come back, we'll have more episodes ordered. Right. And so if it becomes a thing where I'm here for more than half the year, then yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 Wait, when did you go from the world of fashion into stand up? Oh, I mean, I don't even know how old I am because I feel like I've done so much <laughs> shit. But um, I, I have, I have two, two kids. So I was pregnant with my second kid. Well, let's just say with my first kid, I was already like, I think like most people without money, I went into fashion thinking it was just like the glamour part. I Uh thought it was Project Runway, basically, Yeah, Uh you know, and just could. It's just like everybody is just horrible. You know what I mean? (laughs) I was already I was already kind of over it. 
You know what I mean? And then I realized like, oh, you, I, I would have to already have money to make it in this thing. You know yes. what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was trying to come out with a clothing line. Like, I don't know if this is the thing that people know about me. I can sew. I can make anything. Like I can make, you know, um, so I was doing that and which is a lot of fucking work. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, yeah. I, I feel like I, I used to feel like I always choose, chose, uh, I always choose the hardest road to go into things. But what I've realized is, oh, I just never had money. You know what I mean? I'm trying to do everything from scratch. And so I was already out of it. So once I had my first kid, I was working for a fashion PR house. And I remember I came back after six weeks and the guy, it was a a man who ran this, this uh, company and all female employees, which already tells you what. So anyway, right. um, right. (laughs) I remember coming back six weeks, highly emotional that I just left my small ass baby with, you know, a sitter and he, I never forget. He looked at me up and down. He said, "What are we gonna do about this?" Talking about my body. <gasps> and ever since that, <laughs> oh my fucking god! I was like, I am over this shit. So yes. at that time, my kid's dad uh, got into a program in the Midwest to further his career. I mm-hmm. mean, <laughs> very vague, but so we moved to the Midwest. And the reason I even set it up with that story about that guy is. He made that situation made me ripe to move to the middle of nowhere. In uh-huh. any other circumstance, I'd have yes. been like, hell no. Actually, right. I was like, hell no at first. <laughs> and then in the midst of that, I got pregnant with my second kid. So mm-hmm. I was like, well, fuck it. Let's just go. You know, yeah, so yeah. I was in the Midwest uh, with him and not enjoying it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'll I'll go into anything. I go into everything excited, like, oh, sure, I'll I'll plant a garden. I just like experiences. Like, <laughs> uh-huh, hey, I'll do a uh-huh. I'll do a Midwest thing for a minute. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, and literally a minute, I was over it, and <laughs> I was in a grocery store, and this guy came up to me with a, a flyer, and he was like, oh, um, I'm doing an open mic. I run an open mic. You should check it out. Like basically, uh, barking. Yeah. yeah. I had no idea what an open mic was. Like I knew like uh, poetry. Yeah, 90s yeah, yeah. Open mic. <laughs> yeah. New Yorkian poets cafe. Exactly. I to say that. Yes. I knew that, but I had no idea. Like I didn't know how comedians start. Yep. They practice anything. Same. I just didn't know anything. For whatever reason, and I was telling my kids that about. It, I was like, "Oh, I got this flyer." And he was like, "You should go," because he knew I wasn't. I was just not happy. I didn't. Yeah. I had left all my friends in New York. I'm overdressed everywhere I go you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know just feeling like straight fish out of water he's like you should go and I just went and I watched it and I just remember being like so fascinated with this you know it's all yeah. white boys it's the midwest but I was just like oh this is amazing like I didn't even know comedians do this yeah. and the guy was like hey you know you can sign up and do it next week and I was like, what? And he's like, you you sign up and then you get to say four <laughs> minutes of stuff. And I was like, okay. And I signed up and I went back the next week and I've literally never stopped doing it. Wow. I went every week. I went every week. Those dudes became my friends. They they were like, hey, we're driving to wherever Bumblefuck other county right. to do another mic. I'm like, I'll go. I'm in the fucking van with them. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> And yeah, and then, you know, for a long time there, so I was in the Midwest for four years. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, by year three, my goal is like to headline the Chuckle Hut in wherever. Yeah. And so uh, the Chuckle Hut ended up being the Jukebox Comedy Club in Peoria. That was like my home club that I started like hanging out at a a lot. And it just so happened to be, it's the oldest comedy club in in America, I believe. And 
home of Richard Pryor, Richard Pryor's birthplace. Oh, really? And yeah, and it's also between Chicago and St. Louis. So I was in a fortunate place in that every time headliners were coming from Chicago, right. going through, they would do a, a weekend in the jukebox and I met so many people. Oh, okay. So by the time my, my kid's dad finished his things and we were going to move back to New York, I uh, had already met Roy Wood Jr. and mm. Todd Berry and yeah. Rob Delane. Like I had already toured oh, with Todd Berry. That's why Hannibal. everyone knows you. Like, yeah. I feel like I heard about you before I saw you. Yes. You know what I mean? That's true. So, and I was like, oh, so you had, yeah, so you had already been hanging. I was the middle. I was like the middle at the jukebox for, for you know, two years or whatever. Right. So, By the way, what uh, I'm picturing is like Zsa Zsa Gabor in Green, <laughs> in green Acres. Do you guys remember? No. It was I on do Nick at that. Night. Nick at Night when I was I a remember kid. Green Acres. <laughs> green Acres. Zsa Zsa Dun, dun. Yes. It's... <laughs> They, they basically like buy a farm. It's like reverse Beverly Hillbillies. Oh, okay. Right? Uh huh. Uh-huh. It's like rich upper crusties. Yeah. Buy so a it's farm. the original Shits Creek. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. That is hilarious. It is. <laughs> yeah. It sure is. Yeah, for real. Um, so I was Jaja Gabor, but only with the clothes. We quickly ran out of money. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, not, yeah, it quickly ran out of money. And, um, uh, so, yeah. So I remember when I met Roy Wood like seven years ago did you, and he was like, nigga, what you doing here? I was like, what you doing here? <laughs> oh, my God. And, but really, it was Todd Berry. Todd Berry took me on the road, for my first road jobs. He was the first person to pay me like actual money. Wow. To do comedy. White men were good to you in comedy? <laughs> so he was like, you got a car? No, <laughs> I, I drove you got everywhere. A car. And, but yeah, paid me well, gave me my own hotel room. I remember that. Like, oh my yeah. God, I'm a superstar. I'm at, right. the, at the fucking La Quinta or wherever. And right. I made it. And um, Todd superstar used to have, I think he still does. Todd used to have like a yearly birthday party and in New York. Mm-hmm. That was like, you know, all all the comedians yeah. would, would go. And I remember we had toured and he's like, oh, if you're ever in New York, look me up. And... I was like, I, I didn't forget that. So yeah. one time I, I happened to be in New York. I flew myself to New York on a credit card mm-hmm. and I hit him up because I knew it was his party. And I was like, remember you said <laughs> if I was ever in New York? And he was like, no, but come to my party. You know what I mean? So, and that's where I met Eugene Merman, whose festival mm-hmm. I have now. That's uh-huh. where I met uh, the booker for Eugene's uh, festival. She booked, she, you know, at that time, that's when... Uh, I don't know if you remember Big Terrific and yes, all of that. Yes, yes, yes. With uh, who's, who's all the David the, Cross, the, the, David Benjamin. Cross, all those people who are now big and famous. Yeah, had yeah. their bar shows then, and so that's how I met all those people. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I always say I think it's always better to start comedy outside of New York. Like, uh huh. I feel very fortunate that I started there than to do be doing open mics with these with the sexual assaulters. <laughs> Not that those don't exist in the Midwest, but gosh, it's like a yeah. real gauntlet that yeah. people have to go through in New York that I feel like, like I was quickly the best thing happening in the Midwest. You know what I mean? Right, right, so right. It, it just put me in a fortunate position. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But like you were talking about, you know, as you said, because I'm with you on this and I think Andy, you and I are the same way where it's like when you don't come from money and don't have it but it's like you know you should be doing this thing right yeah but you know just the way it work 
it's going to be a long time before you can yeah. actually pay your bills with it. And yeah. that feeling of like, well, how long do I? I need to do this. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. I, like, I know for me, like, that's why I was impatient. It wasn't necessarily like, of course, you always want stuff and you see other people yeah. who you think are trash who like yeah. are succeeding and you're like, excuse me. Yeah. yeah. But it was also like. Let's name names. <laughs> it was like it is too many. We can be forever. <laughs> but it's, it's that feeling of like, I can't afford to not be good. Literally. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And so the whole thing of, uh, yeah, people thinking I came out of nowhere and that, like, I was like, so at that time, the jukebox was two and a half hours away from, you know, where I live. So oh, I'd be driving back oh and forth God. there Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I'm like, I'm missing a lot of time with my kids. Like, I can't be fucking around. I, yeah. I've never fucked around in this. You know, yeah. I've always been very focused. Uh, I never, never necessarily had goals, but I was like, I, this isn't like playtime. So I skipped the whole become an alcoholic, do drugs, <laughs> hang out part of comedy. I really did. And I feel yeah. lucky about it because it's like people, it seems like people who start young have to go through that, go back on the wagon, then get serious. I didn't yeah. do any of those, you know. Right, so. right, right. right. <clears throat> <Lady>. um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor, poor John. Poor, poor John. Um, oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, he's, I mean, I'll talk about him. His thing is interesting. <laughs> No, I'm super, in, not not super, but kind of interested in it, in that looking at his stand, I didn't get that he was such a nice guy. So I don't understand why people are so yeah, rocked. That's I, said the, I said the exact same thing last night <laughs> yes, because exactly. I was like, I baffled. I'm like, because I listened to his first stand-up album or second stand-up yeah. album religiously. Like, these aren't real fans. When I moved exactly. to New York, I had some of the shittiest jobs for years and I would just listen to comedy albums while I was doing the work as long as no one was like yelling at me like take those headphones off yours. And he was, ta- <laughs> he was talking about being a drug addict right. like 10 yeah. years ago. Right. Yeah, so I'm like... And, I, don't, I know, I'm like, you just, felt betrayed? Yeah. You know? What? <laughs> and you know, it's the, uh, you know, everybody think not everybody, the, the people who are mad. I yes. feel like it's it's projection, of course, like, oh, is my man or eventual boyfriend <laughs> going to leave me for an, uh, an Olivia Munn? And it's like, your boyfriend ain't John Mulaney. Like, you dating, <laughs> <laughs> dating Scott. Don't worry about it. Olivia Munn. <laughs> Olivia Munn not coming for Scott. Like, you, you good. Why you in your feelings? Like, it's so weird. It's so weird. And, but uh. this... But that's the new thing of comedians as like almost rock stars where people want to know all their shit and are so invested in the in the act now. It's it's fucking weird, well, man. Well, it's funny. <laughs> I, I think though, I think the transition to me or like I mark that change in Mark Marin's podcast and how uh, he got famous. Yeah. Because it felt like suddenly now we wanted our comedians to reveal. Yeah. And it became popular. So then it was kind of like, okay, let me tell my story. I mean, and I'm very I'm pretty open up there too like i'll tell stuff but yeah i tell it the short you know, funny way we're also you know what trying I mean? to be like, funny so yeah. of course you're not gonna get yeah. the whole the whole tea as they say you know so. <laughs> but also he's like you know but he but be Marin like, was talking about that shit in his stand-up way yeah. before he started i know well, meaning yeah. he's brought other comedians who you probably would have never heard their backstory i see yeah now all of a sudden you're invested in them in, as people rather than their their act and that's what know? made him famous right like he had been doing that yeah. for a long time but it wasn't until like the podcast thing and then suddenly it's like okay i've got to reveal this is how you get a million followers or this is how you get people to yeah. like you yeah but like i mean uh, look uh, you mentioned richard pryor i mean we're talking about like people have been doing that shit since the 70s i know but not but everyone I, not in the yet. 70s there was like four comedians right. <laughs> but yeah, like I mean, you had exactly. you had your two paths you could do seinfeld or you could do richard pryor right 
But, or you could also do Eddie Murphy, who was just in the middle being silly at that time. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was doing yeah. part Silly jokes. and homophobic. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> that was a combo. So, it was like, okay. Like, he didn't oh, reveal okay. anything about himself except those two things. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> But I feel like now it, it's expected of everyone and I hate it. <laughs> Wait, can we ask before we're going to take a break in a little bit uh, and then answer some. Not a real break. So don't questions. get up and leave. Janelle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all righty. <laughs> text, text me when you guys are. <laughs> <laughs> when did you start dating? Like how old were you? Hmm. Shit. Let me. Oh, man. Let me think back. Because I'm like, you're a fashionista. You're like, I'm going to New York. I was too young. Not too young, but I was, I, I, I wasn't too young. My first boyfriend, I think was 16. Okay. So he yeah. was 17. But then when I was 17, my next boyfriend was like 28. <gasps> so that's what I mean. Yeah. Where you like, meet a 28-year-old? On the streets. You know how people. <laughs> <laughs> he rolled up to me. I think he was driving a a. a, a not a Land Rover, the Nissan Pathfinder. That was hot in the nineties. <laughs> and that's when, yeah, men would pull up. Hey, girl, let me talk to you. you no, know, you give them your yeah. phone number. And yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, of course. But so on the street, like I said, yeah, yes. I met them on the street. Yeah. And uh, I'll, can I tell you guys my prom story? It's yes, yeah. absolutely. I need to know. It's legendary. So <laughs> I'm dating this 28 year old forever, <laughs> and my mother is very upset with it. But he yes. ends up being so helpful to her that she ends up loving him like she still <laughs> she still loves him now 20 years later but anyway um but my prom is coming up i'm popular you know what uh, i mean absolutely. i'm going to prom absolutely. so i'm going to prom and he says i'm not going to prom with you i'm too old uh-huh to He's go correct. to prom and He's i'm correct. like at the time didn't have the bearings to be like well then you too fucking old to be dating me like you know what, what the hell right. but he's just like i'm not going so I was like, I'm going to my prom. Like, mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. And I'm not going by myself. So he was like, whatever. So we had like one of those little <laughs> fights. And I told my friend, my best friend at the time, I said, we're going to go to the mall. And the first hot dude I see, I'm going to ask him to go to prom. Like <laughs> <laughs> determined. Oh, my God. Whatever reason, we go to the mall. I swear we're in there five minutes. This guy comes around the corner. He's like 6'6". Six, six. Ooh. Like, just so handsome. <laughs> I walk up to him. I'm like, what do you do in June? Whatever. <laughs> oh, this is amazing. Dude, whatever. He says, why? I said, I need a prom date. Would you like to go to prom? And he said, yes. What? He said, yes. He ended up being a European basketball player. He was black, but he played for a European team. Yeah. Who was visiting. He's like, I never went to my own prom. <laughs> What if that was your brother? What if that was your brother, man? Is it your brother? (laughs) His name is James. I don't remember his last name, but if you hear this, I would love to know what you're doing now. But anyway, so, (laughs) and so, yeah. And so at that time I worked at a place in the mall. It was called Smalls Former Wear. It was a tuxedo rental place. Okay. Lots of men. That's why I wanted to work there. But anyway. um, (laughs) You were on it from 17. I've always been in the men. But anyway, so. He, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> so I said, great, come down. Whenever uh, when I like scheduled him to come in and get fitted for a tuxedo. I'm like, you don't have to pay for anything. I'll, I, I work in a tuxedo store. Like, he's like, you, you, I'll wear whatever you want me to wear. Oh like, God. he was so, I, this is almost, as I'm saying it, like, just, it's, it was unbelievable. But anyway. This is a movie. Comes, you need to write this teen <laughs> rom-com. Maybe. I put him, I put him in the tux. I tell him, come pick me up at my at my house. He comes to my house. My grandmother had flew from St. Thomas 
to watch me, you know, do <laughs> yeah, my prom and graduation, yeah. all of those things. My boyfriend is in, comes to my house. He's <laughs> sitting there with my grandmother and my mother. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. And so my grandmother is like, oh, your boyfriend. Da, 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 da. I'm like, yeah, but I'm not going with him. See, she was so confused. <laughs> yeah. But then my prom day shows up and she's just like, what? What is happening? Like, <laughs> my dress was too small for her. She was just scandalized, like, all right, over. Right. I'm like, so my prom date and my boyfriend shake hands. They're no. like, hey, what's up, man? Da, 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 this whole thing. Oh, and I'm my like, God. good day. We take off. <laughs> I have the best time at the prom. Like oh all the girls are jealous of me. Of like course. all the guys are like, Janelle came to the prom with her uncle. Cause he was pretty old too. <laughs> <laughs> he was like 26 or something. And oh. we're just like, that's a grown man. <laughs> we have a ball. He's like doing splits in the soul train line. Like he <laughs> is killing it. He's like talking to teachers. It was crazy. Oh my God. He anyway. like wins prom king and no one knows him. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody that's listening to this and went to high school with me, just please write and tell her, tell her I'm not lying. But anyway, so we have a great time. He brings me back home. We're like standing in front of my apartment building. I don't think it was going to, I don't know. We was going to kiss her. I don't think yeah, so. Yeah. We were just talking like, and then you, it, you did a split, you know, like, I'm just so excited. Thank you so much. Yada, yada. We're talking and these headlights come on. My boyfriend is sitting in his car outside my bus. So I was just like, oh, just go. <laughs> Oh he, my God. Like gives me a hug. And he takes off. I never saw him again. Wow. Until like three years later, I was in Maryland in like a club in DC and we like literally bumped into each other. <gasps> and I was telling my friend, this is my prom date. This is my prom <laughs> date. And he's just like, hey, what's up? And that was it. Like I wow. never really. So that's my prom story. <laughs> that is amazing, Janelle. That is amazing. <laughs> I also figured it out. I didn't think you didn't like me. I was intimidated because you seem to be confident and love yourself. And that always scares that makes me. me sad. And I was like, but for you, like a 17 to literally just be able to be like, yo, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you got a problem. I'll get your talks. Come on, let's go. I've never had any reverence for, for men or white people. And I think <laughs> that's the quote of the episode. That's the quote of the episode. I've never had any reverence. So confused and, and yeah, intimidated by me, which people have said it to me before. And I feel, I feel like I'm a cool person. I'm, I'm really just not about shrinking myself for anybody yes, like yes. whatever like Absolutely. i was like i'm going to my prom he gonna be fine and that's what it is and like he, <laughs> like i was very determined you know <laughs> but they were both fine like it's almost like because you come in so kind of direct it's like, like you're yeah. like this is how it's going to be <laughs> yeah. so it forces everyone else to get on board like even yeah, if they have like, problems oh, yeah, with it yeah, they don't have <laughs> exactly exactly or like him being like i'm not gonna go oh, and you're like i'm gonna go with someone else and he's like oh, oh yeah he tried to call my bluff exactly it's called shock and awe like, yes. Oh, you know? yes yes before you know what's happening you're doing a split yes. at my prom you know what i mean so, military tactics exactly. shock and awe but Excellent. yeah uh That's someone so called that remind me a guy told me just recently he's like you're a boss what do you what do they call him boss, boss bitch or whatever oh, yeah <laughs> And I was like, well, I wouldn't say that because that sounds corny <laughs> to me. And I was like, I mean, I guess I just move like I want to. And he was like, yeah, like you're like confident. And I was like, why do you, <laughs> why does that need a title, a boss bitch? Like, I'm just confident. And he was just like, I know you don't see that in people. So it's just weird. <laughs> and I don't know how to help y'all be confident. <laughs> <I have. laughs> 
I mean, Janelle, it's rare to find a comedian to meet a comedian who doesn't hate themselves. Okay, for you to be out here a telling jokes and not I to don't... have all the darkness behind it is a, oh, a beautiful no. thing. I hate a lot of things about myself, but I am. <laughs> I don't know. I just. Yeah, I don't know why yeah. I am like I am. I've been no, through it's a good. lot. I've lived a lot of life. I've all been, I, I guess I was like this when I was 17, but it took it took me a long time to get to, to where I am. So I had mm-hmm. a very restrictive childhood. I think that's where it comes from. And once oh, I got wow. free, I'm like, I'm fucking free, baby. Like, oh, you know good. what I mean? That's really, yeah, I've, like I said, I've been working since I was like nine. My family has like a, had like a family restaurant business. I have millions of siblings. We all worked. Mm-hmm. very hard all through adolescence once i got free i'm like we out here and all of my <laughs> siblings were all the same way okay now. okay yeah. are you was so. it religious were you religious too when you say constrictive or was it religious okay. very strict father mm-hmm. island upbringing ass mm-hmm. whoopings round the clock you know that kind of <laughs> yeah get you know, that you switch know. get that yeah, switch if you know you know <laughs> so just a very my whole adolescence just being very stressed and scared mm-hmm. and tightly wound. Yeah. And yeah, once I got free, I, I just you can't nobody control me is really what it's coming from anymore. So oh, yeah. That's so good though. I'm so yeah. glad, you know. I love this. I wish I could have gotten to this. Yeah, I mean if I wish I could have gotten to this place without all the backstory, but yeah, it is it is or right. something <laughs> it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh why don't we take a quick break and we'll come back with we'll your hey, your sure. advice questions. Okay, yay! Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, y'all. Wanted to pop in real quick and let you know that if you like what you hear and you want to support the show, there are a couple different ways. Most of our support comes from our wonderful Patreon community. For $5 a month, you get two bonus episodes of just us mostly spilling the tea Mm -hmm. and occasionally searching for crazy bread in Los Angeles, plus lots of other bonus content. We love our page pals, and we couldn't do this without you. And if you want to join, go to patreon.com slash couples therapy pod. We also have merch, which includes gotta miss a bitch and Jubu t-shirts, yeah. which you can find in the link tree in our Twitter or Insta bios. And for absolutely zero dollars, you can rate and review the show on Apple. Five stars, please. It'll only take 10 seconds and it helps us tremendously. Okay, that's it. We love you deeply. Now back to the show. And we're back <laughs> with Janelle James here to handle your scandal. By the way, Naomi. I told you I talk too much. 
No, it was no, no, perfect. No. I love it. <laughs> Don't think, Naomi, I didn't clock when Janelle said James was 6'6". Six, six. You're little. <laughs> Don't think I didn't clock that. Yeah, man. He definitely started my obsession. with Not obsession, but I like tall dudes. I really do. <laughs> Who doesn't? But I really do. Exactly. Honey, you know so sorry, I'm happy. Andy. I'm happy where I am. I'm so com- sorry, Andy. Andy. <laughs> I'm confident in uh, in who I am. That's fine. And that's all, and that's all that matters. I, um, <laughs> like I said, I really like tall dudes, but I've dated short ones too, so don't even. Don't <laughs> all right. So we got questions uh, from Instagram, Twitter, Gmail, voicemail, of course, our favorites. Um, and the first, I think actually these are mostly voicemails. Oh, I so. love it. You guys, we love when you send us voicemails because it lets me see, hear where you are emotionally. So always call, okay? 323-524-7839. This is a call in line. This is cool. I didn't know. Yes. We get to hear P. Okay, this is good. All right, here we go. Hi, Naomi and Andy. Big fan of your show. Longtime listener. Um, I'm not going to give my name, but I am 25 and I live in New York. Unfortunately, last year was faced with the dilemma of having to move in the middle of the pandemic. And um, it was like in the middle of the summer and I had to, you know, everybody had fleed the city. Um, So I had to find a roommate pretty fast and had to make arrangements pretty fast. Like couldn't really think anything through. Couldn't, there wasn't, there wasn't any room for making sure that it was like perfect fit. Um, you know, et cetera, just kind of had to find a spot and lay down. <laughs> um, but anyway, and so the roommate that I ended up finding and, um, and moving in with, uh, she was kind of an acquaintance that I had met through an old job and, um, we didn't really know each other that well, but we were both looking, we were, we were both looking to move and like desperately needed to find someone so we ended up moving in with each other within the last couple of weeks i have i I feel like all of my grievances with this person have just been like snowballing and i am just getting increasingly like frustrated (laughs) it's well let me paint a picture of this person okay um she does not have a job she has not had a job the entire time um we've been living together and she stays at home all day. She is always, always home. I never have the place to myself. Um, lives off her parents and smokes weed all day and plays the Sims. And, um, yeah, she also just, like, behaviorally is, uh, you, you, like, can't have, like, a productive discourse with her. Like, there's no, like boundary setting without her getting extremely upset and defensive. Mm. Um, she's not, she's not like approaching the world from like a rational state of mind. <laughs> so I've found it increasingly difficult in the last like couple of months or so as I'm trying to, you know, fucking like grow up and like work on myself and um really like align my life with my values um i'm, I'm just getting uh, a, a little bit worn down um, a dilemma coming up by the way so the problem here is that i love 
this apartment that we're in. It's like uh, we got a sweet deal because of COVID, um, because everybody had left the city. It's an amazing, like, once-in-a-lifetime <laughs> apartment. Um, but the person I'm living with is making me not want to spend time in this lovely apartment that I really enjoy. So, and, and I and I just don't have it in me to move again. Yep. Um, yep. So, this is my conundrum. Um, help! <laughs> Okay, bye. I love you guys. Ah. Uh, ha ha. See, because at first, everyone, this is what I thought when I was listening to it last night. I was like, oh, well, just move. Get the fuck yeah, out yeah, of there. Yeah. Right? Exactly. And then it's like, no, I love, I remember I had a sweet, when I lived in Pittsburgh, I had a sweet, I had a house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like pretty cheap. It was a nice house. My first roommate there was a friend of mine from college, came from money. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know how to fucking do anything. And I remember he mm-hmm. ruined my he ruined my like pasta pot because <laughs> he didn't like wash it. Uh, no, he burnt it. He burnt it. Yeah, worse. Yeah, because he didn't know to uh, if you were gonna clean the floor to get a bucket. No, so he put like bleach in it and it no. ate through. He First put of all, that's gross. Exactly in a clean the floor with your cooking pot. Oh, that's gross. God. So I, I I heard this. I'm like, oh, I fucking get it. Oh, I'm like, go- I'm not moving. I'm not moving out of this house. Yeah. <laughs> Um, do I, do I say something? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, what, what do you think? What's your, what's your impulse? You got to move. Uh, <laughs> it is just, it is. She's just going to have to move. And I would like, I what I would like to say is nothing is once in a lifetime. Mm. That's not, that's not true. There's other apartments. It's New York, yeah. New York, yeah. the city of possibility. This is the best apartment you've been in so far. Right. But once you're telling yourself this, is the best I'm going to get, that's, it's going to be the best you're going to get. You know what I mean? So mm. I think a, a, a equally or just one step down, nice one bedroom all to yourself, maybe will will end up somehow becoming your favorite apartment because that bitch ain't it. You know what That's I mean? True. That's true. If you don't want to spend time in this fabulous apartment because this chick is there, you're, it's not it's not the best apartment anymore. Yeah, it comes with her. Right. That's true. Yeah. That's true. You can't make her move. Well, <laughs> that's I was actually thinking. <laughs> maybe you can make the other person move. Oh. <laughs> make it unbearable. she don't sound like she, could... she don't sound like the kind of person that goes easily mm. or that she would care because it's because i know what you mean because i thought the same thing i'm like what can you do to make it unpleasant for her now or you I'm got, like, okay now you, now you gotta work now it's work for you now, <laughs> it's work for you it's not gonna work now you still gotta move like now you right. done did all these shenanigans and scooby-doo shits <laughs> but hey yeah but hey maybe that's if you're gonna have to move anyway you might as well see if you can get the other person out before and then you're like, oh, fuck it. It didn't work. So I guess now I'll. I'm also, the other question, can you afford this apartment by yourself? Because that just means yeah. another roommate incoming. That's what I was just thinking, too. I was like, even if, I was like, is this even an apartment that she could live in by herself? It was so yeah. great. Either way, you got to find a person. And unless that person is like your sibling, Mm-mm. you're rolling I'm, the dice. You're rolling I'm the all dice. I'm all about peace of mind, baby. I live in a studio mm-hmm. 200 square foot by myself before a huge house with some fucking weirdo like nah. <laughs> what was your the you. apartment you moved into you know when you when you graduated and went to fashion school oh that 17. was not oh so that's this is why this resonated with me because that at that time was the best apartment i've ever harlem one of the old brownstones mm-hmm. you know french doors light yeah. the classic yes. new york spike lee type of fucking lighting you know yeah and uh again all my ideas of new york came from movies but anyway so <laughs> 
the roommate, I so I found so the the apartment I found that was supposed to be me and my friend, she didn't come. I couldn't afford it. I quickly got kicked out of that. So okay. I moved into then this amazing Harlem apartment with a guy roommate that okay. I thought was so avant-garde at the time. Like, look at me, male roommate. Like I'm grown. <laughs> he was the worst. Really? He would, he was dirty. Mm-hmm. He would have people over all the times. And I was oh. just basically trapped in my room, my bedroom. Uh, fuck. I would walk in. He had French doors to his bedroom, which is, is beautiful, but not when he's like fucking right in front of it without curtains. No. You know what I mean? Like all, you're walking by to go get your fucking lucky charms and you seeing like butt cheeks. Like it was oh awful. So I had to move. Yeah. Not only did I, and then, oh, and then it escalated until I was paying him my purported rent and it came home and it was eviction notice on the door. Like he wasn't paying the rent. Oh, I was fuck. giving him money right. to not pay rent. So <gasps> I, and I remember being like, Oh, but this apartment, yeah. I just got to the location. I will never. <laughs> and I had, I had to move. Yeah. 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 How, how long did you last there? Like how, a, Probably, a month? I think I, no, like six months. Wow. Like yeah, six you, months. Cause you it, tried it. <laughs> when I saw it, it was clean when he right. showed it, when he was showing it, he was cool. <laughs> smiling yeah. oh and, you know i'm not here much and oh. do do as they do and then yeah. weeks later it's like what's happening right now you oh, know what i mean wall to wall so, butts but i remember <laughs> one time i came in the front door and like hit him because he's having sex like in the <gasps> living room right in front of the door oh. he just used to meet women and just bring them back to the oh with God. no regards for the roommate right which was me right. sure so you gotta move lady i'm so sorry did he ever say anything like Obviously, that would happen, right? The person would leave. Like, what? He had no shame about you seeing quickly, his butt. No, I quickly just stopped even talking to him. I just retreated because oh, okay. I was just like, "What is happening?" You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. I just this is my first time even living on my own. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I'm like, so what went from like, "Oh, look at me," so Avagard having a male roommate. I went quickly to fear. Like, yeah. is this dude crazy? Like, yeah. what's gonna happen? Is he gonna try to fuck me next? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, he's yeah. fucking everybody you know so <laughs> i just like got my um you know i knew people in new york uh before i moved there so i just was like hey like can i help me and one of my friends just came and quickly like moved me out i didn't wow. have much i had like a yeah. bed one yeah. of those light up r- light up stereo systems with the five cds uh, <laughs> uh-huh. i remember those and, and, and clothes that i had taken from sample sales so <laughs> <laughs> all i had so it wasn't hard yeah but yeah I, I like moved out in the dead of the night with him yeah oh wow i remember but this is the thing i remember when i first moved i moved from philly to new york and it was so like i had no money and so like trying to find a place i was like sweating and <laughs> i i remember just like I, the, the, I went to look at um apartments one day and I was just going around like Queens, like Astoria, and all I could afford was like like one room basement apartments, like no, no windows lights, or yeah. anything like that. And I was yeah. like freaking out. And the only, I mean, this is not good for my friend, but my friend got divorced and needed someone to move in. Nice. And only because of that <laughs> could I find did I find yeah. a place. But yeah. that's so. Listen to that. That's what I'm trying to tell this person. Something to work out. So after I moved out, I bounced around. I slept on everybody's couches mm-hmm. for forever until I could afford another place. Like it, it sucks, especially since it's a, it's a pandemic. So you even have to decide: is this chick that bad? Right. That I have to leave, or you're gonna have to move. I don't know. But if there's still good deals, if it's you know 
because I did when I was in New York, I was hearing people talk about how they were still finding good apartments, like yeah. good rental prices. Yeah, I found one. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I found one because uh, I was in in L.A. when the pandemic first hit. And uh, my I OK, <laughs> so I'll give you an exclusive. So me and my uh, exclusive. Yeah, me and my <laughs> kids dad haven't been together for a while. But we were together for a long time. And so when the pandemic hit, I immediately was like, I have to get my family back together. Like, I <laughs> I was like, we're going to die. I, w- I very much panicked. Yeah. We're all going to die. Must be with my family. Unit. Da, da, da. And I moved back in with my ex. So wow. two months later, I was like, what? We're not dead yet? So I got to get out of here. <laughs> What? I didn't want to be together this long. Like, what's going on? <laughs> and two months later, I was like, I'm go. I'm because he lives in the suburbs. Uh-huh. I, I was like, I'm going back to the city. So I found a pandemic apartment okay. that I could have never have found. I don't think. Yeah. If if this hadn't been going on. And I mean, sorry, listener, I'm by myself. But the point is, they're out there to be found. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. It's like, yeah. A lot of people who fled ne- are not coming back. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Good riddance. Right. (laughs) I gotta say, Janelle, you convinced me because I I was really on that like force this other person out, do whatever you can (laughs) to get rid of them. But I'm like, I mean, she's 25. "Mm." Maybe she has the energy for that. I don't. (laughs) Right. 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 I'm out. You know. So yeah. Yeah. I I agree. What are you gonna do? Put roaches in the in her whatever. Now you got roaches in your house. What are you gonna? (laughs) What's the what's the what's what's the plan? I don't. How would you how would you force her out? Oh, I would just act crazy. She's crazy. (laughs) <laughs> well she's high and playing the sims so i feel like she won't notice do you know what i mean she's yeah, like she's she, play sims. she won't notice she could have sex in the public spaces and so every time her roommate looks over she sees her butt cheeks you know but what i'm guessing is her roommate is the per- kind of person who will say something whereas this person is being kind of timid and doesn't even didn't even mention that she's even spoken to this roommate about what's going on she's just been simmering this roommate might be like, yo, why the fuck you having sex everywhere? You know what I mean? <laughs> might be, and then it all backfires. Now you're the bad roommate. That's true. You could, okay, like, here's the last ditch thing. You could also have a conversation. I mean, this is what, what yeah. almost <laughs> all of the, like, advice boils down to. You she could have, like, a direct that. conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Just but, being like, hey, can I have some time in the apartment alone? Yeah. Like, is like there the a coffee shop you the, go to? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. go do something. Shit. About the pandemic, which is like, you and I were stuck here together. Yeah. And, and I would say to you too, I'd be like, could you go? Yeah. <laughs> or like, I knew like last week, Naomi was like, oh, yeah. I'm fucking sick of being, you know, because just like Naomi's on hold for something and I'm writing at home right now. So like, we're stuck we here. We ain't to- doing nothing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so and I, I could tell Naomi was just like sick of, of us being together in this apartment. Yeah. So I went and sat on, I had to finish an outline. So I went and sat on the lawn outside. Because yeah, you it. care about her, but this woman <laughs> obviously <laughs> don't care. So you got to say something. Yeah, that's true. I'm the type of bitch like, look, guess who got tickets for you to go somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> you should truly go check out this exhibit at the fucking <laughs> Oh, and then Here change the locks while they're out. <laughs> And do that shit in New York, man. Unfortunately. <laughs> um, can we do one? You're 25. More? You'll get another apartment. That's true. That's true. <laughs> You'll make more money and get another apartment. Uh, Janelle, you got time for one more? Sure. All right. Here we go. Andy, Naomi, hey, this is from Richmond, Virginia. I'm just calling to say I love you and also to. Uh, pitch a question. I know this is less than three minutes. Okay, I got it. 
Um, yeah, so I just bought a house. I've been married to my little, my darling for a little over 10 years. No, we've been together 10, <laughs> 10 years. Yeah, this is rambly. Sorry. She sounds fucked up. <laughs> um, we're not very sexual, but we have a great oh, no. partnership. Um, how would you advise me to try to kick it up a notch? Like, he doesn't feel comfortable in his body right now. He, I don't know. I don't know. He's just um, not asexual, but, like, yeah, non-sexual. And I, in my later 30s, feel like life is slipping away mm. sexually. It's probably not true. I'm sure Betty White is still getting it on <laughs> in some fashion. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. Just like, what could I do to spark it up? This is a man who's from Vermont. He's like real, uh, uh, with the earth, nature, working hard. Uh, acts of work is his, uh, is his love language. Um, yeah, I don't know. I really enjoy your podcast and I'm sorry that I said my full name. In the immediate death, but um, I can bleep it out. I am going to end now, and thank you. Hope to hear from you soon. Bye. Ooh. Okay, so she's been with her with her <gasps> man for ten years and wants to kick the sex life up a notch. He's feeling bad about his body. She's saying like he is feeling he's kind of asexual. Yeah, I think so. Okay, him, not her. Yeah, yeah. Now, Ooh, how do you kick it up a notch? I uh. First, I want to say, she sounds so sad, and that made me sad. Oh. Uh, did you guys pick that? She just sounds sad about the situation. Yeah. So she's yeah, a little hopeless, a little like a lot yeah. of sighs, a lot of like. And this is something I feel like a lot of women go through, and no, we never hear or see that side of it. In that, it's always men are supposed to be wanting so much sex, yes. and the woman is not good. And I, just for my friends, and and this is seems to be the case in a lot of relationships where the man now no longer wants to and that sucks so yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. and she's in her 30s like she said it's these are the best pussy years of your life i really do. <laughs> <laughs> and it is wasting so um yeah you, you when you i feel like women in their 30s especially 30 you get to 35 you kind of stop caring about shit you're finally comfortable in your own body right 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 our hormones start to go in and then men are on a decline. It sucks. It really sucks. <laughs> uh, this is another thing. Have you talked to your husband? That's the other, you know, mm, this yeah. is another one of those. Have a conversation with him. I know she said he was all salt of the earth and that was cold for he don't like to talk. But that's what, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought, too. When she said that, where she was like, yeah. uh, he's very he does stuff. That's his love yeah. language. I was like, oh, OK, so you don't so, he's not a talk. I just imagine head out to the barn. Wood. Yeah, head out to the barn, start stacking with them. Say, hey, you chop out stack. Uh, while we do that, can we have a conversation? Yeah. About mm -hmm. why you won't let me suck your dick. Say it like that. Because <laughs> that, 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 that gives him, now he getting something. It's not why when we have sex, why won't you let me suck your dick? I don't know any man that turns that down. And then that turns into sex. Yeah. And then yeah. You, when you're in your post-quartal bliss, he's lucid, he's, he's chilling. You say, yeah. why don't we do that more? Wasn't that fun? <laughs> don't approach yeah. him we gotta talk that's that's stressful get into whatever he doing 
oh, watching the footballers. What? Hey, <laughs> the footballers. <laughs> you know when this goes to commercial, I should suck your dick. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Just do just, it sexually. Just to get him. Just to get him focused. Yeah. On do the it thing. Sexually. Be like approach yeah. him sexually, not like um. I just really feel like nobody wants to. That's all. I'm already tense hearing that. <laughs> you know what I mean? If he don't want you to suck his dick, I say leave him. Cause uh, okay, wow, okay, wow. I Janelle is really into just getting up and going. She's like, get out of that apartment, get out of that marriage. What are you gonna do? No sex. You want it. So what are you gonna do right. now? Yeah. He don't even want you to suck his dick. Get out of there. Yeah, but it's also you, like you don't just want to spend your time sucking dick. You want to. No, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. So I'm saying if he's one of those, I'm guessing macho, blah 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 blah. Approach him with something for him. Uh-huh. Just to get the ball rolling. Just to get the ball rolling. I it wasn't, yes, 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 wasn't this great? Uh-huh. Oh, when, you know what I would also like? You know, uh-huh. whatever. Yeah. Rather than, can we sit down and talk about sex? Yeah. I hate that. <laughs> Nobody wants to sit and talk about sex. <laughs> you, know, I want to, you want to, and she, I want to, and she wants to fuck. So, right. right. I had one advice, sex but, talk with my parents in fifth grade. <laughs> at the last talk i've had many sex talks with my kids and i hate them all but i do it because i know i'm supposed to but i want to throw up the whole time <laughs> and that's how i feel about talking about it with a partner i'm just like it's just it's very uncomfortable so i'm yeah. saying get everybody chill yeah do an activity they don't have to be let me suck your dick but go do an activity together get your yes your shit uh pumping your blood pumping then yeah 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 Toss yourself wantingly onto him or whatever <laughs> you want to do. If you're a millennial, you can be like, I want to eat your ass. You're obsessed with millennials eating ass. <laughs> you're always saying millennials eat ass. And I'm like, do they? Uh, I, don't I don't know. know. That was just a, It's only older people I hear about eating ass, though. So. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. It's funny. It's always younger people that I hear. <laughs> I always think of it as like a final frontier. Like, I've done everything. Fuck it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh yeah, I bet in like uh, in like uh, nursing homes. Yeah, it's just wall to wall eating ass. Andy, no, but- <laughs> look, the, the other hole don't get wet anymore. Might as well switch it up. <laughs> we have got off the rails, but uh, no. Okay, so uh, it is one o'clock in the afternoon. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and the plus, because I've dated an outside dude. Fuck them outside. That's the well, best. Well, that's what I was going to say, too. Like, can y'all go, like, because I do I'm like sure you got saying, a pickup truck, throw a blanket on that shit, hit the like, road somewhere a, deserted. A camping in the backyard. She live in Richmond, Virginia. The country ain't too far away. You know what I mean? Like, you drive 20 minutes and you're in the woods, probably. Yes. So it's like, just go a little. And also, because, like, getting out of your comfort zone and yes. getting out of the grind. Because this last yes. year and a half, we have all been in a grind. Exactly. No matter what, it's like sitting in the house. Even when I'm working, it's usually in the house. So yeah. it's like not. So I get it. Like my house don't feel sexy. You don't know what feel I mean? sexy, especially if you're not a overly sex, a, 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 a sexual person. Right. Now it goes down even more. Yeah. Y'all got to right. get out. Right. And yeah. Hold his hand. Rub his leg. Yeah. Tell him he can keep his shirt on if he want to. Yeah. She said he don't like his body. He can keep his shirt on. Compliment his body then. Just, you know, men love compliments. God, they light up. So don't, <laughs> don't give them too much because they already got enough. But you, give them, you ever give a man a sincere comp? They, the, they, they high step for the rest of the fucking block. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. So, yeah, compliment. 
however you want to be revved up, yeah. you can do it to a man, you know? Yeah. And I think because we're so conditioned to think that men want sex all the time, we forget that, that they also yes. want, need to be. Yeah, they seduced. need to be, they need to be rubbed up. They need to be yeah. like, you know. Especially after 10 years. Come on now. Right. And also too, like, and I think we've talked about this before in the episode where it's like, you also don't talk enough about men and body insecurity. It's always uh, attributed to women, right? Like it's always yeah. like women are the ones who yeah. need to lose weight, need to get yeah. fit, need to whatever. Yeah. Like men feel that way about, some men feel that way about themselves. Apparently I have body dysmorphia. I had no idea. Yeah. Until I was yep. like, until they were like, no, Andy, you don't, you're not shaped like you think you are. I'm yeah. like, really? Yeah. You're, yeah, yeah. It's okay. You're, you're getting through it's it. It's just weird. I was looking in the mirror and I'm just like, I'm like, Ew gross that's what he that's what he'd be saying yeah, it's like you don't think about it like you know yeah. you don't think and then i think because we're not conditioned to think that you don't necessarily know what to say right because right? i'm just talking to my say, girls do. to be like you're gorgeous sweetie all right usually you yeah. say to your friends yeah but it's like to a guy it's like don't say that so i am a new shirt let me see you in your shirt that i bought you oh my god what yes. is that a model men love shit like that <laughs> <laughs> See this that shirt makes me want to suck your dick. See, we're all right back around, <laughs> right back around oh to where we needed God. to be. Naomi, what's not sexy about these beige walls? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> these beige walls and all of the pet hair at our house. I mean, okay. it, it, that you have to see every day. That's exactly. the point. Exactly. Every day. Exactly. Yeah, I, and that's one thing women men don't realize about women. I think when it's the flip. When it's like, my wife doesn't want to have sex with me. It's like, yo, can I just fuck in a different location? Like, we need that. <laughs> you already want me to be faithful to you. I got to be faithful to this fucking apartment. You know what I mean? Like, can we, can I look at a different ceiling? Like, yes. I also need some mental stimulation. You right. know what I mean? Right, so, right, right. Yeah. Okay. I Seduce your called- man, man. How you, yeah. how'd you get him? Do it again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think about, like, in general, I mean, it doesn't even have to be about sex or anything like that. But like, if you think that like you've been taking the relationship for granted, shake it up. Right. Right. I, right. Al- I always think about that. I'm like, Hey, if you've been doing the same thing for more than like two weeks, yeah. fucking figure out a new thing. To and do. If you do all that and he ain't budging, leave him, man. Look, it's <laughs> men out here. Who cares? Like it's not, <laughs> then this, this scarcity argument is, is right. Anyway, right. You know? We have to it's, live in abundance, not live in lack. And not living unhappiness. She sounds so sad. Yeah. She sounds she tired. So sad. She sounds like sad and tired. I've been Just trying to get fucked. I've been trying. The basics. You got a man that can't get fucked. What a life. I can't. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we do we do hope that helps you though. Think about that. Help him chop wood. Offer the SSD just to get the ball rolling. Yeah. And try a new location. SSD. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Janelle. Thank you for coming on this pod and helping people handle their scandal. I'm so I don't proud know if I of helped, you. But I, I, uh, I, I tried. You did. You certainly you helped me. I feel rejuvenated. That prom <laughs> story. That prom story just made me so happy. This was really go great. for it, ladies. Yes, honey. Work at the ball. See who Work you can find, ball. and just be like, don't hey. go to prom by yourself. What are you talking about? Like, are you anyway? <laughs> I'm mad, I'm mad again just thinking about that. I was supposed to go to prom by myself. Are you crazy? Anyway. But him just sitting there, though. Him just sitting there. It's like, okay, well, you I have a you, boyfriend, but I'm supposed to go by myself. You're fucking nuts. Anyway. But also, it's like, you're too old for prom, but you're not too old to, like, uh, watch your teenage girlfriend from afar. It's like, you're too old for that, too. You're too old I mean, for all these of are all, what These are all relationships that when I think of them now, I'm like, ew. Like, why would, why would he? You know what I mean? And then yeah. they... They all contacted me during quarantine and I was like, ew. Like, <laughs> ah. 
we should have not been dating. I don't remember anything you're saying. You're remembering our relationship way different than I am. Please yeah. leave me alone. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh. But my prom date, James, I would like to hear from you just to make sure I'm remembering things. Shout and out I to prom been, date, James. Please come through. He was cool as fuck. He was cool as fuck. I want to say thank you for making my prom a, a great experience. It, that could have went so bad. He could have oh, been a murderer. Yeah. He could have murdered you. Yeah, he could have murdered you. <laughs> and then my mother being in the middle of this, like, what is happening? Like, she just was just like, Janelle, what is? I was like, this is my prom date. This is my boyfriend. Like, what's the big deal? Like, <laughs> Oh, my so God. it all works out, but truly amazing. I'll right. try to find a picture of us together and send, Please it, and, do. And send it to you. My Please mom has do. it somewhere. We'll put that on IG. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, man. You know, this is fantastic. Thank yeah, you so much. Thank you. And we'll see you next so week. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com